Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. In this podcast, we like to take big, giant ideas, big, giant topics, and really break them down into bite-sized chunks. We take a little look at what the research says, but I think the real magic lies in talking about our lived experiences. What's our real-life perspective of these big ideas? Uh, and so this week's big idea that we want to talk about, you may remember in one of our earlier episodes, we talked about the scarf model. And given this is uh, January the 10th, we thought today it might be interesting to talk a little bit about the F in the scarf model, which is all about fairness. Um, so Rod, why don't you get us into remind us what's the scarf model? What's it all about? Reground us in that, if you don't mind, and then we can like start digging into yes. the land and the thinking around fairness. Yes, I will. Thank you. So the scarf model is something that uh, a guy named David Rock uh, developed. He based it off of his research into um, the social. It's basically social things, like as social beings as humans are, um, situations that cause give us threats where we act in a, our threat response or right. um, reward. And so when we talked before about the fight or flight, there's also the other side of the the reward, like things that if it's done in a way that is positive or it, it's, it's good, we get attracted to it and we feel a very positive response. And then the opposite is very negative. And so these items in the scarf would, um, so S is for status, C is for certainty, A is for autonomy, R is for relatedness, F is for fairness. All of these things can either elicit a reward response or a threat response. So very right. very quickly, status is about our social status, our, um, you know, if you're uh, it's like hierarchy in an organization, that's another way to think of status. C for certainty is, and we've talked about certainty recently quite a bit, is we sure have, uncertainty. Yep. When there's uncertainty, there's a natural feeling of uh, threat. The more Hide certainty, my head under the covers and don't want to come out. Yes, yeah. got it. Or watch Netflix until my eyeballs burn. Got it. Right. Yes. So I think the definition of uh, <laughs> uncertainty is 2020, the year 2020. Right, it's 2020. <laughs> yeah, that's a lesson in the C of the scarf model for sure. Right. Um, autonomy is um, autonomy is an interesting one, but it, it's kind of it's the the ability. Uh, it's like the agency, another fancy word. It's, yeah. it's the control of the situation. It's like you are able to control your situation and do something about it. And um, this is very I would say personally, it's something it took me decades to figure out that there's lots of moments where I'm feeling a lot of stress and anxiety and it's actually, you know what I need to, it's because I felt like I've lost the ability to act. Agency. To yeah. Agency. Um, relatedness is, um, here's the classic. It's like if your friend group, uh, uh, stops talking to you, um, if your close family or contacts, people that you yeah. relate most with exclude you, that's a, a very negative and you have a very, uh, like a threat response to that. Or in the opposite is you see a friend, you uh, impromptu on the street, you connect with them, the positive reward right. feeling that you get from right. that. Right. 
I can actually, as you're describing that rod, I can feel that feeling. Not that we're allowed to run into anybody anymore on the streets because of but COVID. Imagine if you but did. even that connection. Oh my goodness me. Imagine when I'm allowed to hug them again, Rod. <gasps> oh. That's good. That's those are good thoughts. Those are some good endorphins. Mm. Yes. And then the Love F it. is is fairness. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. So fairness yeah. is um I, I think it's probably the the one of all those, it's it's I think it's the easiest to understand. It's a situation if it's fair. I'll give you one. This is a a study that's used to demonstrate fairness. So if you and I had, if there was $10 and I had the ability to, uh, I had the $10. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I offered you some of that money. But you could decide whether we get the deal or nobody gets anything. They would do this study, and so I would have ten dollars, and I'd say, to, "I'd say, okay, Leslie, I'll give you two dollars of the ten, right?" And then you can decide whether you like that deal or not. So either you accept it, you get two, or you right. say, "Forget it." And when we when they do that study, people will will say, "No, I don't want two dollars at all. That's not fair." Forget. I want it. half of it. Is that what people yeah, say? F- or I want all of it? I want at least half. Yeah, it's fair. It's only if I get half. So it's like the oh. um, your base. So the reason why researchers get all interested in this is basically you're giving a, you're saying no to money. You're saying no to two dollars because right. So you'll have right. you prefer because to have you zero. You think it's not fair. You'd prefer to have zero than what you think is fair. Yeah. Aren't we fascinating? Human beings are so fascinating. I just <laughs> I find that so interesting. And I can see that. Like, that's not one of those research things where I hear it and I'm like, yeah, maybe. I hear that and I think, "Uh uh-huh, yes, right, exactly right. Yeah. And it's the same for, like, the when they've studied uh, salaries for people or, you know, pay. um, Yeah. What drives demands for higher salaries is not because we're all super greedy and we just want more and more and more it's because we think it's unfair that somebody so when we become aware that oh Oh. somebody in my position normally gets this amount i'm not getting that that's unfair i want what's fair for me which is then the higher amount so it's like the rising tide of salaries is actually driven by a sense of fairness versus like general greed so with that grounding leslie why is it that we wanted to talk about fairness this week Oh, Rod, what a week. What a week in in, in human history uh, this last one is. And I want to acknowledge before we get into this topic that I am a white person gonna, and I'm going to be talking about white privilege. And so whether or not I have the right to do that, I don't know. But still, um, the white privilege that was on full display on Wednesday um, when hooligans stormed uh, the U.S. Capitol, I can't even tell you how triggering that was for me from a fairness perspective. Mm -hmm. Having seen what I saw, you know, in the last year in response to people dying in, in police custody, like actually people dying Mm -hmm. and how, how um, authorities responded to black lives matter protesters And then when Mm -hmm. I watched people taking selfies 
And I'm still processing this, friends. Like, I don't think I'm done processing this. So you're getting very raw information. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when I when I watched the difference of the whole posing was for selfies and the whole mm. uh, what looked like, and we don't know, but what looked like the removing of barriers to allow mm-hmm. people to come in and kind of uh, run amok, I just... It triggered every part of my um, fairness, mm-hmm. justice, because justice works into this for me as well. I don't know mm-hmm. if it does for you as well, but justice mm-hmm. works into this for me as well. And it just felt so unfair and mm-hmm. so unjust. And it, and so much so that I think this topic really was our main topic of conversation when we connected on Friday. And so it just felt natural to mm-hmm. want to talk about fairness today and yeah. what it means when you see something that you think is just so wholly unfair and what you can do. Um, yeah. That's always like, I think at the end, <laughs> we got to get into a, what we can do because otherwise, I don't yeah. know about you, but I'm going to be spinning for a few more days and I would rather find my feet back on the ground. Yeah. What's what's your take in all of this? That's that, like, that's very much my opinion of all this whole uh, oh, yeah. thing unfolding. Like, what's what's your take? Yeah, I think that my, so I'll talk, and as we get on, I'll tell you a little bit about a a project I did before with policing services, and I got into research around police culture, and and I'll tell you about a concept there, which is called procedural justice, which is based on fairness, which is how to transform policing is basically building in fairness into the process. So I'll come back Mm -hmm. to that in a bit. But So in a way, like, I, I think what you're saying is if the policing response to the protest that came up this week that ended up going into the, the Capitol building in the U.S., Five if it was dying, the yeah. same, but if it was the same type of response as what protesters earlier in the year received when they were pro- had Black Lives Matter protests, you would have reacted less. So if it was actually a really right. Right. strong and... And right. over what, you know, all this stuff we saw in, early in the year, if we saw that same stuff this week, you wouldn't have had uh, that. Such a visceral uh, reaction. reaction. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, we would have many, I think we would have said, well, we have to rethink these tactics because the overall they're over the top and blah, 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 yeah. blah. But we wouldn't be saying, right. wow, that seemed disproportionate. Like, it seemed not- like they were in cahoots. Versus, you know, like five officers standing up against one young black woman in a beautiful dress Mm -hmm. and them looking like so aggressive and her looking like a goddess who's like wanting change. Not that I'm, you know, I have my own biases about this, friends, clearly. I I just want to acknowledge my own, um, you know, my own um, experiences of this as we talk about the topic, because Mm. I'm pretty passionate. I think I think is it can I ask you this question, Rod, before we get Mm. more into this? Is it possible that one of the letters in the scarf triggers you more than others? I, I I believe I think so. And I think fairness is is like that one. Um, it's the, what that one for me for sure yeah. as I was thinking but about this read, today. Yeah. I've looked for that as I've read this stuff and I have I don't recall seeing it saying that mm. one triggers more than the others. But I I just like if you start like now I've primed you with saying, okay, we're thinking about fairness. If you go through the week and you think about different things or you hear people talk about stuff that really bothers them and you look and you kinda 
investigate it with the lens of is that what why is that you'll yeah, find with the curiosity yeah. fairness is like you i hear now that i kind of look for it i hear it all the time people get really yes. pissed off and bothered in their situations yeah. where they're seeing it's this is not fair and how this is happening yeah yeah and uh so yeah I and think i think it's... it starts young right like like i remember young like little kid me saying to my mom but mom it's not it's fair true. that so it's and so, so got true. a pony and i got a barbie dream house or whatever it was like yes which also i loved for the record but still um you know like it, it's it's i think it starts when we're young and mm -hmm. and really um seemingly sticks with us okay go back mm -hmm. to your reaction to this week i'm sorry i interrupted yeah, with that no. question but it's been on no. my mind and i figured so I, if anybody yeah. knows it's my rod <laughs> so mm -hmm. i yeah like but here i um just to be a little bit provocative in our dialogue here we don't trying to stay impartial um which is also good job you because i knew you'd do a better job of impartiality this week than because i would so it's I on think, you my friend yeah <laughs> i think if we take the fairness lens it actually has something to talk there's something to say about it for everything we've seen this year around protests even on that? both sides because the the folks that were there who are trump supporters who are motivated to do what they did I think the majority would say it was unfair. Like they've, they've been told a story about how the election was rigged and all this stuff. And it's pulling on their fairness uh, meter to say like, that's not fair. Like to their, their perception of the situation is whatever. And, but that's because of that, it's motivated them to do such the extreme thing. Wind right. Up, right. And, and, and as much as we, and you know, can disagree with that and say, well, you're given wrong information, but whatever, but it's the perception of the situation that's, that's driven them to, to act like that. Um, it's the same, which is when we talk about equality uh, earlier on, like the um, Black Lives Matter movement in many ways is, is like just demanding the basic, uh, and I feel vulnerable commenting on something that I admittedly know little about, like I will, I'm not the expert right. about, but, but I, I think there's, I think you can say it is about like the equity of how people are treated is 100%. the core of the, and then once, and then, okay, if everyone's treated in the same way and it's a really terrible way, then it's a different question of like, we should improve the condition of how people are right. treated. Right. But they're saying right. like, wait a second, um, people based on the color of the skin, um, are, are treated the disparity in a is so like shocking yeah. yeah there's systematic racism built in and that's fundamentally it's it's a uh, pulls on this thing that we have a visceral reaction to and it's the fairness of of it and and what's happened for many of us this year is we our awareness of that is what's increased it's not that the, it's a new situation right. this year but it's like our awareness of it we're now like i think more knowledgeable about what's actually going on and um right. so that's i mean that's another aspect of this is this it's not a it's in many ways we try we talk about things that it's like the truth of the situation i have conversations with my family and it's like but don't they see this and and my reaction yeah. is always to say it's like no we see it from that perspective 
other people see it from different perspectives so they don't see that same inequality and have that's that's the same reaction um so that's how i when i look at the and, and it you're always so good and balanced at these things rod <laughs> like i am so like i just watched and i know you did as well but i mm -hmm. watched it with such horror and shock in my system and uh just such a feeling of you know disgrace and disgust in my being and i and i know you did too but i think where yeah. your magic is and maybe this is what we talk a little bit about is how do we expand our view just so that because honestly i've been um we talked about like we talked about this on Friday a little bit as we were talking about this topic, you can have a physiological response if you yes. think something is not fair. And I told you, my whole right shoulder has been completely seized since Thursday. Yeah. I can't decide whether or not it's tech neck of being back at work or if it's, you know, if it's related to this, but it wouldn't mm -hmm. surprise me if it's, if it's something to do with, um, the injustice, like the injustice yeah. of what we saw on on Wednesday. So yes. how do we all get to be that sort of slightly more? How do you bring that balanced view to things? Um, because I think that's a way for us to try to find our way where you're still feeling that sense of injustice. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think for me that that sense of injustice or unfairness is going to go away until mm -hmm. I see some of those people prosecuted like until yeah. i see legal action which it looks like it is yeah. so let's say that kudos um yeah. but until i see that happening i don't think this feeling of unfairness is going to go away for me and so yeah. i need to get back to sleeping better <laughs> i need to stop my shoulder yeah. from hurting anymore so what can i do rod how can i be what do you do to bring this balance to your universe i i don't have a i'm sorry to say i don't have a it's not that i have balance in like sleep well at night by <laughs> by but having you a... talk about it in a way like you you have a, a superpower of seeing things from multiple sides well right so and I, I think that's yeah. a way to manage fairness is like try to imagine it from that as hard as it is as hard as it is to swallow like i literally yeah. feel my throat going as i talk about it but yeah. like as hard as it is to swallow imagine the experience of the other person and even if yeah. you disagree with it even if you think it's crazy because i think it's crazy between yeah. us but nonetheless imagine what it is to be in those per in those people's shoes as well yeah. right i think is a is a one of the things that you do really really well yeah thank you well so yeah there is actually so in the sense of um I think what it helps is the us versus them, the like the evil yeah. other. Uh, it takes the edge oh, off. Oh, it's back the to our fixed other. mindset, right? It's that it's that binary way of seeing the world. Yeah, yeah, and the um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like how this plays out and how um, justice is served will be part of what kind of if, if there's if that brings down the the that threat response or the the and right. it's a truly a physiological uh response to this um is to see how that plays out and then when it, if it it isn't um you know for many it, it won't feel better and go away like anytime yeah. what i mean yeah. what there's a there's a recency there's a thing that we all have it's like um because when something's so recent we can we're thinking about it then what happens as time goes on, we, you think less about it. But then every time the subject comes up, I mean, we all know this happens is 
because I haven't thought about that issue for a while. But now that we're talking about it, I feel it again. And yes, if we, yes, and that's, that is that's so true. What I think happens, that's how, I mean, it doesn't go away per se. It's just um, time comes over us. But the, um, one of the, I, I find for me at least, um, having the perspective of like, okay, there's all these people who have crazy ideas and like they're doing crazy yes. stuff. But in a sense, knowing that at the end of the day um they're there because i think what they, they've allowed and this is what i say to my i was saying, we were having this conversation yesterday with in the family is like now i basically you you have to be very critical to think any information that you get on both sides of like the so right. the, the the video of the 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 barriers being moved back and people being allowed in becomes then a narrative of well all the police there was allowing them these protesters in and um we have there my word of warning is be very mm. critical about any soundbite idea that you take in because in this day and age it's being manipulated and the all and of this right like like this example means that this is this is true everywhere and for all things yes. that's a good that's a great point right yeah. is that all or nothing mindset that can come in when I think fairness is when we're feeling that the fairness part of the scarf model, I think it's really smart to say, hold on. If I'm reading any sentence that starts with all or yeah. none, put my critical thinking hat on. Yes. Yeah. That actually, yeah. you know, I didn't realize yeah. that's, I do, that's I kind of what I do. I get myself into arguments with folks by saying, no, you can't say every Trump supporter is a, big fat jerk like right uh, you right. know that's you can't say they all are um no nope. and uh then you, i end Even up in some right form now, of an argument and then, be I'm being told, and, then, <laughs> yeah, and then i'm <laughs> usually told that i'm all these bad things but the uh <laughs> the Plus, um, i think i asked you once if you were a libra not that it makes a difference but a little bit but you're not which is fascinating no, because no, you no. really do see both sides of things yeah no well so i'm a gemini does that Twins? Oh that yeah, that's true. Right, right. I forgot that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So let that me, makes me the, also feel better in the universe. <laughs> the um, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to share as well something which is relate related to because it's like a policing action, and um, earlier in the year, like police culture was the thing, and it's related to fairness. And just to tie it in, there's a thing. So before Trump, there was Obama, and when Obama was around, there still were <gasps> big issues with policing. It's yes. like forgotten now, but they were in the U.S. Well, because in comparison, these... for goodness sake, but yeah, but I, like that, like that white privilege with that's you know tends to be embedded in policing culture has been around forever. It's not like right. Obama could have fixed it in eight years, right? Like no. yes, but he even did do. <laughs> but un... they, he, they did. He did have a presidential actually. It, it's. I mean, if it's a lot of detail, you can get into it. But they, they did do a, a commission and they investigated, like, what to do about it. And of the many different recommendations, there was this one thing that really emerged out and that was around procedural justice. And basically, it's basically saying um, it's the idea of bringing in fairness in the process of, hmm. of uh, this stuff. So people, you know, like, you know, there was this clip this week where Joe Trump saying, oh, yeah, if you were arresting somebody, you should just, like, throw them in the 
police car and not even worry if he gets hurt as he's going in the police car and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, right. That because, was from a couple years back or so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's because yeah. if, if they've done something bad, well, we, they don't have, we shouldn't Deserve treat them, right? To, yeah, yeah. 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 But actually, even for, even people who've broken the law and done bad stuff, there is, um, the process to which and then they're held accountable it's important that that process and they are treated in a transparent way and that there's yeah. impartiality to it and these are all words that relate to fairness because yeah the um uh like building that's the culture shift or the the thing to move towards is bringing that impartiality and fairness and constantly looking for the areas where that there's systemic racism or systemic things that are in, in are counter to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, and it's the, it's the, the power of, and then the example of for this week was that law enforcement situation where we saw it completely different. And that, that reaction that we all felt is because I think, I think we all, and we being, I'm using the term because I'm also, you refer to yourself as a white female, I'm a white male. You know, this year has educated us in a, such a yeah. important way around yeah. the uh, uh, anti-black equality. racism and black. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, we're just, I think, I'm thankful to be more attuned to the the real situation, like what's really occurring, and we're seeing that. And this is just the demonstration of it. And we all like that was. My first reaction was like, I can't believe Trump's doing this. And then the second was like, what the hell is this situation? It's so stark how different it was. Protesters were treated and the whole thing went down. Um, And that that got reaction. Well, that physiological reaction happens to us in so many situations. And and it gets, um, it speaks to, um, I think, how humans are something this is just everybody everywhere every human uh reacts yeah i think so too i think so too and i think it's okay with some things when the fairness like where it's so unfair that it takes time for us to process it right like i don't think i'm gonna be like zippity doo um process like i think my visceral reaction is gonna stick around for a while on this one and i think i'm just okay with that i think i just learned this week that i'm okay with it and i am trying to I am trying to go back to my practice of gratitude because that always helps me. You know, I'm, I am grateful that where I live and where I work, we are looking at anti-black racism, uh, you know, my own learning journey, all those things. Like I, I am practicing gratitude in that regard. And I'm also looking for things. We talked last week about hope and optimism. I am also reading things that align more to my optimistic side. So the mm. whole story around Stacey Abrams, and we, we won't have time to do it any sort of justice here mm-hmm. uh, in our last few minutes of the day. But if any, like, if you want an uplifting story, friends, if you, if you only know the periphery of this woman's story, and you're looking to read something that will inspire you and bring you back to that sense of hope and optimism, read what that woman has done in Georgia, because it is nothing short of awe-inspiring. She is just incredible. And so I'm looking for those opportunities 
to find, we I always talk about like reorienting my being to light to still feel what I'm feeling around this fairness front because I don't want to delete it. I don't want to erase mm-hmm. it. To me, that feels a little bit right now like I'd be being complicit, but mm-hmm. still, still finding ways to, you know, focus on things where fairness has come into play, where it has been successful, where someone has fought for fairness tirelessly and mm. that that fight has paired off paid off and I, I feel like Stacey Abrams is that example of someone who has been just a like she could be in the real Justice League or the real like she's mm. an actual real life superhero I don't know if you know much of her story but a I, little again, bit like I, I don't just, know I, I, I need oh. to I am going to take yeah. your advice and uh, Google her name and find out more I have heard her name this week but I honestly It will, it will give you such a sense, or for me, it gave me such a sense of renewed hope and optimism. um, And that, you know, it's that whole, there's a great quote, something about never doubt the power of one person to make considerable change. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has, or like, it's a, I'll find it, we'll post it. It's a great quote. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she is the model, Stacey Abrams is the model of that, one person who is relentless in a fight for justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, look at what's happened in Georgia. And also we're two Canadians talking about the U S but it feels like, you know, it feels like it's our, it's our next door neighbors. It's our, it's our best friends that we're watching go through this. And so like, you know, I, I hope it's, we hope it's okay with everybody that we're talking about these, these big topics as it yeah. relates to another place in the world. And, yeah. You know, the fact that we really do, like, I absolutely acknowledge the privilege in which I live. And, yeah. um, but it still, it just fe- felt like this was a really important one to talk about this week. Yes. Yeah. And I think to, to pick on one of the things that you said is, is we, this is something we must not just forget about or not no. focus on and, 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 um, take action on because, I think what happens is when it, it's let go, it just becomes normative, and then later on, we don't see, we don't see it quite as unfair in the future right. because that's right. like how it's done. <gasps> You're so right. And so, well, that's we how we got here. The, that's right, how exactly. we got here, right? Right. We don't have that it stops fa- hurting. fairness reaction yeah. because it just becomes well. That's isn't that what's yeah exactly. That's exactly oh. how we got here. So we have to. Um, you know, fight for so each, it's okay to feel this situations. one, friends. Yeah, but you don't want to get like you don't want to have pains in your body, or you know, you want to like there. There are ways to take action, and again, if you're looking to mm-hmm. be inspired, Stacey Abrams is your lady. Indeed, she is a pretty cool woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> I thought it was going to get really heavy there for a second, Rod, but I feel like we got us back to the light. Yeah, there was. Well, it. Needed to be talked about. It's a heavy about, topic. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a heavy topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Thanks. Thanks, Rod. Great conversation as always. Yes, indeed. Bye. Bye. <laughs>